No matter what the activity was, another thing that we always tried to, to push was to teach an attitude. Mm -hmm. And that was, I think, the most important thing for us. Because if, if you have this philosophy of activities based on um, just fun, well, then every activity you're going to have to try and outdo yourself. Otherwise, it won't be fun for them. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so we tried to, to teach an attitude that was you can have fun no matter what. Welcome to another edition of Maverick University. I'm your host, David Hallberg. Joining me today is Pastor Mick Hall. Uh, Brother Hall has been uh, the youth pastor at Faith Baptist Church in Bourbon A for uh, 10 years and had served on staff there for 13 years, and we're lucky to have him with us. He's here for our Old Pass Conference doing some preaching for us, and uh, he is now a pastor of the Heritage Baptist Church in Burlington, Iowa, uh, just nine months or so, I think. Yeah, going on month nine. We actually moved over there December 1st, and then I took over officially as the pastor on January 1st. Wow. So, yeah, uh, it's, been, it's been quite a, a change, and we're excited for it. Uh, as, I, as I've been saying, just trying to roll with the punches and yeah. <laughs> hope nothing lands too hard. But uh, it's been, been, a, been, been a, a fun ride so far, for sure. Well, in another conversation, maybe in the future, we can talk about that transition from being an assistant pastor, youth yeah. pastor, to being a pastor of a church and, you know, just new perspective, I guess, and kind of get your thoughts on that. But what we want to do today is talk about uh, your role as a youth pastor. Uh, you served on staff for 13 years, 10 of which was youth pastor of Faith Baptist Church in Bourbon A. And I want to talk a little bit about youth activities. Whenever a teenager thinks about youth group, yeah. that's what they think of. Right, I mean, sure. you're in you're in the elementary school and you can't wait till one day you get in the youth group and right. you get to do all these right. fun, crazy activities with the youth pastor. Uh, and it's really a highlight of of any teenager's yeah. uh, week or uh, their month whenever they have a youth activity. And so we'll talk a little bit about that and um, what, just, in old, just to kind of break the ice and break the topic, what are some of your favorite memories as a teenager with some youth activities? What are some of your favorite memories? I think my, when I think back to those years, there's a lot of different activities that we did. Um, and I think when you look at different ministries. Every ministry is set up different, so every youth department is going to be set up different, and every youth department is going to have different activities. And I think back then, just because of how busy the schedule was, Northwest would have an activity like once a quarter, as opposed to every week or every month, it was typically once a quarter. And there were activities like scavenger hunts and mm -hmm. uh, that, that, that we always looked forward to. And uh, Brother Reed, my youth pastor, he would do it up big, as you can remember. Yeah. Uh, we would have a big treasure chest at the end, and uh, you know, it would several hundred dollars worth of prizes. So it, it made it made it worth putting your heart into it. Yeah. And then the next thing that we uh, that I really remember is just the the activities like skiing. Sure. Right. I loved I loved skiing. I've been skiing most of my life, but. Being able to ski as a teenager with my friends, you know, going skiing with like Mark and Todd Opshendick and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Tony Sanchez and, you know, Austin Marriott, others, uh, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, we just, that was, that was a lot of fun. 
And so I wanted to take a lot of those activities with me sure. when, I, when I became a youth pastor. Well, tell us a little bit about some general guidelines uh, that you used, uh, maybe Pastor Angel, you know, sure. kind of passed down to you. What does he desire for yeah. his youth group activities to be like and how to operate and run them? Sure. When, when we had activities... Um, we, just as Northwest had to find out what was good for their schedule, we had to find out what was good for our schedule. Sure. And at one time, there were activities uh, extremely... Uh, when, when Pastor Angel was youth pastor, they would have an activity every week. Mm-hmm. Every, so 52, 52 activities a year, if yeah. not more. Uh, but at least every week they were doing an activity. Um, and then the other side is, you know, once a quarter, like here at Northwest. Sure. Um, and so what landed for us is we would do an activity once a month. Okay. And that's just worked out. That's what worked out for our schedule. And that's because, mm-hmm. you know, you've got school and, you know, sports and all of that. That's already pulling on these families' schedules. So just once a month was a good thing for us. Okay. And then when we did them, Pastor Angel, he always wanted to make sure that, that the activities that we did, um, that, I, that I thought them through, Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to uh, have fun, but be safe. He wanted to make sure that we could we could stay within budget. Okay. Um, and so he he would just make sure that we did a lot of those. Whether that always happened or not, <laughs> I can't exactly uh, speak to that. But yeah. um, he did. I, I and, and I remember uh, very distinctly one time. It was actually a school activity, but. Uh, me and the principal, we were heading up this activity, and so we went uh, to, it was, it was a museum, I think. So we okay. left, then on the way back, we hit some traffic. And so uh, traffic slowed, and we ended up getting back from that activity like an hour late. Mm. And, you know, Pastor, he really wanted to make an impression on thinking through details. So he had us go around and apologize to each of the parents who had been there waiting for their kids to, to uh, arrive it, because driving a school bus at that time of the day should have been something that we thought about. So that was yeah. a, a lesson that I learned working with him in order to kind of think through some of these things that are more than just money, you know, are you having fun, right? It was, okay, but when are you getting back and how are you doing that? So those were, those were some things that he really helped me with to, to, uh, to, you know, think through as far as uh, guidelines for the activities. Yeah, because you're trying to create an activity that's fun, that's enjoyable for the teenagers, but on the other end of it, for the youth pastors, a whole lot of not fun logistics. Yeah, yeah. One thing that we, you know, no matter what the activity was, another thing that we always tried to to push was to teach an attitude. Mm -hmm. And that was, I think, the most important thing for us. Because if, if you have this philosophy of activities based on um, just fun, mm-hmm. well, then every activity you're going to have to try and outdo yourself. Otherwise, it won't be fun for them. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so we tried to, to teach an attitude that was you can have fun no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I, I was taught that 
uh, from my dad at a young age. We were actually, when we were, when, when I was just a little kid, uh, we had the day off of school. And so as a family, we loaded up the van and we drove off uh, heading to a, to a ski resort. And we were going to go skiing for the day. Our van ended up breaking down. Oh, end of day. Well, yeah, that that would, yeah, end of day, end of fun. You know, it's terrible, right? So we we go and 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 we're at a mechanic shop. We're sitting there, and they were you know fixing out whatever it was as fast mm-hmm. as they could, and we're sitting there. And you know, your first thought is this is this is horrible. What are we gonna do? And I remember Dad took out two pennies, and what what he did is is. He gave me a penny. He kept a penny. He said, all right, let's see who can flick this penny closest to the water, or to the water, to the wall. So he took that penny and just he'd flip it towards the wall, and then I would take mine, and I'd flip it to the wall. And you know what we sat there? We ended up doing that silly little thing for an hour, and we had the time of our lives. Mm-hmm. We were not skiing. We were not you know, flying down the, the slopes, but we were having the time of our lives and that was something my dad taught me. And so I, that was something that I wanted to do. And so I would, before we had any activities or whatever, I would say, hey, no matter what we're doing, we're going to have fun. Yeah. And I would tell him that story. I said, doesn't matter if we're, we're flipping pennies towards a wall or if we're going skiing or if we're going to Great America, we're going to have fun. But I then had to, I had to model that. Mm-hmm. So when things were going bad, when things, I, I had to decide that I was going to roll with that and find a way to have fun. Mm-hmm. You have different kinds of attitudes in a youth group. and You'll have yeah. the, the too cool to have fun attitude. Right, right. You'll have the I'm bored, can we go home now attitude. Sure. And basically what you're trying to describe is I don't need to entertain you. Yeah. Entertain yourselves. Sure. You know, why does a youth pastor have to be the one to yeah. create fun when the teenagers can create their own? Exactly. But obviously within rules right. you know, and constraints. And, and, and that's, what, it, that's what, what we try to do. Um, but when it came to the actual activities, you can't just, you know, have the kids, cu- every activity, we're just going to flip a penny towards a wall and you better have fun or else, you know. Yeah. So you have to then prepare. Sure. So um, what we would do is, is, is I'd, I'd find out some activities. And I think it's important to be fresh with your activities. Now, not every mm-hmm. activity has to be brand new, something you know shiny and new, mm-hmm. but you have to have some new activities. You can't just reheat the old ones, otherwise you know, they're not excited about it. And, and while they try to maintain a good attitude, they're just not excited because it's old. You know, they've already done this. So I, I always try to, to, to do a lot of work, do a lot of research, try and use what little creativity I have to, to develop an activity. And, and I would try and plan through all of the, the rules and all of the, you know, stipulations. And, of course, when you're dealing with teenagers, mm-hmm. you have to <laughs> think outside of the box with everything they might do. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, but we would, we would do that. And, you know, in order to have a good activity, you have to be ready for it. Yeah. So you don't show up and then... You know, the activity's at 5 o'clock, so I'm going to show up at 5 o'clock and then start getting ready. Then everybody's just standing around. You know, you got to put the time in beforehand mm-hmm. and get everything ready, get everything organized, get it set up. Um, you may have to get people to help you with it, uh, get some chaperones to, to, to make sure that 
everything is is uh, safe and you know there's no issues that that could happen but uh, you, those are those are just some things that you gotta you gotta work through and I think most most youth workers do but yeah again I go back to that attitude of cultivating a a group that's willing to have fun no matter what mm-hmm. I, I would say is is the important thing to do what are some activities that were pretty much annual for you um, you know, we didn't really have many annual activities. We would have activities where every now and then I'd pull it back out okay. and do it again. But I, I didn't have very many annual activities. Um, I would say one of the activities that we did um, was a it's, it's a, it's one called Human Battleship. Okay. And it's not, not the old, you know, put a sheet down the middle of the floor and, you know, throw stuff over. It was where they would they would take cardboard boxes and I'd give them some time and I'd say, all right, build yourself a, a battleship. You know, here's the team. You've got five team members. Okay. Build a battleship, and so and it's but it's got to be something that you can pick up and carry. So everybody would go and they'd build a battleship and and the first time everybody would make this thing huge. You know, they make it monstrous. They'd have lots of cardboard on there. And then everybody gets in on and so I'm counting down, all right, you got 10 seconds, you know, and they're, they're putting their, you know. And then if people finished up early, I'd give them some markers and they could color or whatever, just, just, just be silly with it. So then they jump in the battleship and they're, they're ready to move around. Well, one person in the battleship has a blindfold and you put the blindfold on their eyes and that's the gunner. And they have to go around and they have to pick up a ball, give it to the gunner, and the, the gu- gunner, who's blind, they point him to wherever, and they, he would throw the ball. And then if he hits another battleship, somebody in the battleship has to get out. Okay. So it's kind of, kind of like dodgeball. Yeah, it's too, yeah. essentially. Um, and so, you know, you do that. And then okay. after the first round, I always say, all right, you can modify your battleships. And then from the monstrosities, <laughs> it gets whittled down to just one little strip of cardboard <laughs> that's all the way around. And, and, but they, they had fun. So that was one that I would pull out and we would do, um, uh, you know, slip and slide kickball and, you know, things like that. But I always, I, I didn't want to do an activity that, if I thought back to as a teenager that I would get kind of bored doing again, so I just always thought of new things that we could do. Just and, and every now and pull one of those out that and, you know, especially when they start saying, "Hey, can we do that one again? Hey, can we do that?" Eh, we'll see. And then eventually, I'd pull that one out. Okay. Um, so, what kind of resources did you pull from? Obviously, you're talking about maybe you're just being sitting in your office being creative, or there was some of that. There was some of that. There was a couple of games that I came up with that were that that was a lot of fun, uh, but most of them they were they were about uh, watching online, uh, mm. finding uh, new activities that might somebody might have videoed and put on YouTube okay. or yeah. wherever else. Talking to other youth pastors, but I did I did a fair amount of research to try and find new activities. Mm-hmm. One thing that I did find to be uh, important was to be flexible. With your activities because there are just sometimes when you think you've got the greatest game ever <laughs> and it's gonna end up awesome but then as you're going you realize this is not <laughs> this is not, <laughs> not how i pictured this huh no okay no <laughs> and uh, 
So, I mean, that you, you gotta, you gotta kind of be flexible with that. And, and so the way that I thought about it, and, and, and maybe, maybe, you know, this is the wrong way to say it, but would be to kind of read their excitement or read their energy in a game. And if you're seeing, and especially, you know, your, your, your core, your, your kids who are always excited about stuff, if you're seeing them kind of, uh, you know, they're trying their best, well, change something. Yeah. Shift. I try to always have an extra game in my back pocket. So if we're going and this is just not working, all right, put that away. Let's do this. And then we could we can move into another game and have something else ready. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately it's about them. It's not about you doing your game. It's about them having fun. Yeah. And sometimes you have to be humble enough to say, yeah, well, that was a bust. Let's and I've had different. plenty of those. In fact, you know, uh, probably some of those stand out the, the worst, but you know, you just brush it off. And, and I decide that I'm going to have fun. I'm going to have a good attitude. No matter if my game was terrible or not, I'm going to just enjoy it. Yeah. Have, is there a benefit to having other laymen in the church who can come in and be, if you will, assistant youth pastors to help you organize activities or be designated chaperones? Right. Or There definitely is. And I had a number of activities where I had a lot of people help me. Uh, just because the bigger activity, the more help you're going to need. Mm-hmm. And uh, while I didn't want to do those all the time because I didn't want to burden our people, I still tr- uh, used them because, you know, that gives them an area to serve also. Absolutely. So I wanted to utilize that. Thank you so much for talking about some of these youth activity ideas. And, you know, we didn't talk about, you know, too many specifics of particular activities, uh, but no doubt, you know, a youth pastor going into it, you know, they think it's all fun and games when... Reality is yeah. you're the one that has to do all the hard work. <laughs> right, exactly. And make sure they're having fun. One thing also that, I, that, that um, some people, you know, they, they think about or whatever is, um, of course, the best activities have some sort of spiritual aspect to them. That, I would say those mm. are the best. But I, I, my opinion on it was always that those are the best, but, but not always do you have to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're j- because again, it depends on your ministry. It depends on how you are. Where I was at, these these kids are in Christian school. Most of them, they're in Christian school, so therefore they're in chapel. They're sure. in services. We're we're going to conferences, and so there were times when there was a whole lot more preaching going on. And so to have an activity where it was you know more preaching, sometimes it was okay to have some balance to it yeah. to where. We just come and we just have a good time. So while I encourage, I encourage folks to try and work in a spiritual aspect to it, mm. don't beat yourself up if you don't have it. Uh, because sometimes, just in the schedule, sometimes it's okay to take a step back, take a, take a break, enjoy that. Especially, you know, right after coming to camp or something like that where you've had a lot of preaching, you know, to let them... Let them kind of have that balance of fun. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you want to check out our other episodes, uh, check out our YouTube channel and uh, our audio-only platforms as well. And you can find other topics uh, that will definitely help your ministry. Thanks so much for joining us.